Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Exit Strategies Radio Show. I am your host, Corwin J. Millett, broker and owner of Exit Realty Low Country Group in beautiful North Charleston, South Carolina. If this is your first time listening to this show, you, sir or ma'am, are in for a treat because our mission here is very simple. That is to empower our community through financial literacy and real estate education. We're legacy building. That is what we do. So if you're out there making things happen with your family, for the generations yet to come, you know, our word teaches us to leave a legacy, to leave an inheritance for our children, our children, children, and so forth and so on. We want you to put a hashtag on that thing that says that you are legacy building because that is what you are doing. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Anchor FM. You can also find us on Instagram at our website, ExitStrategiesRadioShow.com. You can catch us in a number of different places on your favorite podcast applications. We appreciate you listening. Please share this content with your friends, your family, your coworkers, even those in your groups, your church groups, etc. Guys, because sometimes the message and the word that we are speaking here today is for you. Sometimes it is for someone else that you know. Again, we appreciate you listening. Let's get started. Good morning, good morning, and good morning, guys. Guys, please forgive me for that little faux pas right there. I'm over here adjusting the lights in the studio to get it right over here because it look here, it's so bright in here. I felt like I was getting a suntan or something today. So look, guys, welcome to Exit Strategies Radio Show. I'm your host, Colvin J. Millett, broker and owner of Exit Realty Low Country Group in beautiful North Charleston, South Carolina. Hey, guys, I am super duper excited today for this show because, guys, look here, look here, we went way out and we got the best. Okay. Look, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. Look, we keep casting a net and we're like, hey, look, you're who our listeners need to hear from. You're who we need to talk to. Hey, can you come on and can you be a guest on this show? So guys, I want y'all to get your pen and pad ready. We have an industry veteran with us today, none other than Kayla Callender with, she's a mortgage originator. I'm with First International Bank and Trust. Guys, she is a 20 year veteran, 19. We're going to say 20. Look, we round up. That's what we do. A graduate from North Dakota State University with a degree in business administration. But here's why she's here. She is passionate about her clients and she gives them superior customer service because she has a focus on the minutia, on details, attention to detail, great communication. She ensures that our clients have a smooth process, guys, doing their home buying journey. So she is an advocate, an advocate for animal rescue, a member of the Homeward Animal Shelter Board of Directors. Her and her husband reside in West Fargo, North Dakota, and they have four rescue pit bulls. I'm a pit bull fan myself. So guys, look, this look here, that makes us family. But look here, before we go too far, though, remember that Kayla is in North Dakota. It is cold over there. So if your climate is not cold, then... You might not relate to what she's going through, but just understand that, look, she's she's over in North Dakota, guys, and I told her today that is cold weather. So, Kayla, how are you doing today? I'm cold. I'm really cold, but, you know, we are built to last here in Fargo, North Dakota, let me tell you. So That is true. Look here. I'm a weakling because look here, that right there, I mean, I look at it. Every now and then you see something on, on television, like the weather or something, and you're just like, oh, uh-uh. You are definitely a trooper. You're a trooper. That's the kind yeah. of person that people want in their corner. But you know, Kayla, it's true. 
<laughs> Tell our listeners, and I don't want to bore them with the weather today, but we want to kind of get into like some meat and potatoes, if you will. So you have been a mortgage originator for, again, nearly 20 years. Yeah. So in the banking industry okay. for, uh, yeah, actually you weren't too far off. It will be 20 years in May. So that's around the yeah, corner. about that. So a little bit about where I came from and kind of my background to kind of paint Perfect. the picture of where I'm at today. I grew up on a farm, a very large family. I'm the youngest of six. And my father was obviously a farmer. He had to bring in income as my mom stayed at home. I mean, six kids. I mean, someone's got to stay with us. So Mm -hmm. she had her own job. And my father worked tirelessly, tirelessly, hours and hours to provide for our family. And I actually grew up working in the fields. We have lots of, you know, corn and beans and, and wheat. And so I grew up actually working on a farm, no livestock, but just out more so in the fields. And as I grew older, I had an opportunity to have a, like a real job, I called it, where mm-hmm. my father wasn't paying me. And they were hiring at my local bank and it scared the bejesus out of me. I'm like, oh my goodness, a, a bank? Okay, I'm going to apply because the local Dairy Queen wasn't hiring. So mm-hmm. I went ahead and applied to be a teller. And I was a teller at that bank for 11 years. At the age of 15, I started. That led me into being in a bank until I, you know, worked my way up, had done all the jobs, you know how it goes and Mm -hmm. started in mortgage. And oh my gosh, I was not prepared. In fact, I left. I'm like, I can't do this. I don't have experience and realized that it has a way of bringing you back in. So Mm -hmm. I left it for a month and realized, no, this is for me. And what I did is I started as a processor and worked my way up so that I could truly help my clients and not just shoot from the hip and pretend I knew it all. So Mm -hmm. that led me to where I'm at today, which is a mortgage loan originator, where I get to help clients create generational wealth for them and their families. So Mm -hmm. I've been doing that role since about 2017. And, you know, I'll tell you, it doesn't get any easier. You just do hard better. That's basically what you do. So. Oh, I like that. Oh, that's a word right here. You hard better. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to tell you what I heard in in all of that, Kayla. What I heard was that I am in this personally, and I'm going to share this brief, but you know, sometimes we get snootish. We have a lot of pretension, if you will, but you get it. You understand where people come from because you came from there yourself. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, people like that know how to help somebody make a transition into a better life for them, their family or what have you because they made a tra- somewhat of a transition themselves. They, they walked in their shoes, if you will. That's awesome. That is such a, a wonderful story. So tell our listeners, we're talking you know, backstage kind of things that, that you want people to know. Like media will have people believing that the sky is falling when the sun came up. It's literally that bad. Just so you know, I'm, it, it's stuck in my head that you do hard better. I, that's stuck right here. It's, it's, it's like, <laughs> you do hard better. But what are you seeing? What has history taught you about the times that we're in as far as mortgages and, and real estate in general? You know, I've learned a lot that, like I said, nothing is perfect. There's never a perfect market. There's never a perfect scenario. You probably are never going to be 100% ready. 
And I feel that the media has created this fear mongering amongst a lot of us where it's not the right time to buy, rates are high. And truthfully, we could have gone back to the market that we had six to 12 months ago and say, that wasn't an ideal time to buy. Rates were lower, but we were seeing people writing offers non-contingent on inspections, offering 25, 50,000, yes, 50,000 over asking. And then if prices and values drop, then they might be underwater. And so we were seeing this market that truly wasn't normal, but all people remember were, well, rates were low. So to go back to say, there's never a perfect market, there isn't, but you have to find the good in each market. And each market's going to provide something great and something not so great. So mm-hmm. what I'm seeing now in this market is that the competition has decreased. Well, what does that mean? We're seeing mm-hmm. more FHA offers accepted. We're seeing sellers give seller paid closing costs. What? You didn't hear about that months ago. I saw it on a purchase yeah. agreement yeah. yesterday and I'm like, what is this? Um, yeah. yeah. And we're seeing now these programs for two and buy downs. There are so many opportunities, but so many people are getting caught up in that rate game. So one of the things that I see people doing a little bit better now is they're getting pre-approved early on because Mm -hmm. when they're doing that, they're preparing themselves for that. When and if rates do drop a little bit here, they're ready to pull the trigger. And in fact, I've had more purchase agreements and applications come through this month than I have the last two months. So people are starting mm-hmm. to see the value in this market. So we're seeing similar you know, activity. Uh, people are going from, when panic or frenzy sets in, let's, let's call it frenzy because yeah. that's really what that's, it was. That's a good word, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a calming that takes place at some point in time. Mm-hmm. So the cooling, and then after the cooling is when the senses come back to people, they begin to come back out because during the frenzy, I mean, it's almost like zombie apocalypse, you know, or, or something like that. Every time you open the door, there's a, a zombie, you know, trying to eat your face or something. So you, you board yourself up in the house and the zombies only come out at night because um, you never see zombies seemingly in the day. Clearly. Um, so, so when that night is over, that morning you come out and zombie apocalypse is over, at least for that night. And mm-hmm. now you're able to go out and do what you need to do. And that's kind of where the market or what the market did that frenzy that set in, quote unquote, yeah. doing zombie ap- apocalypse. I like that. That's a, that's I like that's all new material. I like Catchy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That thing now has people like regrouping and, and resetting themselves. Yeah. So where do you land? What states are in, and such? Where where do you land? I lend in all 50 states. So even that where you're at. Yeah. That's a good so problem I've, to have. Yeah, it's great. And truthfully, after COVID. I mean, we were seeing people flock to North Dakota, but we were also seeing people moving from other states because they could work anywhere. So I have the ability and the blessing to lend everywhere, which is really pretty cool, especially because I'm connecting with people constantly on social media and every other platform that normally people didn't lean into as much as they were now. That's fair. Very fair. Mm -hmm. So you guys have a suite of programs, of products, as I heard you mention FHA. So you do all the government-backed programs, any Mm -hmm. niche programs or anything that you guys are doing um, or that you've been uber successful with? Yeah. And I think a lot of people, for the most part, a lot of lenders have the same things. 
the government programs, they've got the conventional, they've got their jumbos. One of the things that I do that is my niche is I get creative. I, if I cannot find an answer, I will find an answer. And you know Mm -hmm. what? It might not be that we can do it tomorrow, but you'll be sure we're going to set you up for success to get you somewhere, whether it's three months, six months, 12 months. So that is one of the things that I offer. My company as a whole, we have a lot of portfolio products. What does that Mm -hmm. mean? That is where it might not fit the box of black and white Fanny Freddie, but mm-hmm. it's an option for those that don't. Some of those options are doctor loans, or maybe you're self-employed and you're, you don't have those two years of tax returns. So mm-hmm. that's where we can offer creative solutions, the make sense deals in that case. That is awesome. Our listeners, you know, over the years have kind of picked up about these portfolio programs. I mean, you know, not everybody yeah. offers or have the ability to create a niche program to service a client base that otherwise is missing out because mm-hmm. they don't fit this box or don't fit that mm-hmm. particular box, if you will. So that is awesome that you guys mm-hmm. are are doing that, offer those type types of programs and products. So Caleb, 19 nearly right at 20 years of experience in banking, you've probably seen it all. So what is like one of the big, like if you were sitting down with a group of people and having Mm -hmm. a conversation or to start a conversation about, hey, look, you want home ownership. What should you be doing? What would that conversation start off with? That is an excellent question. And not a lot of people ask that. They just go to Google. So if someone well, is not ask Google, ask Kayla. <laughs> ask Kayla.com. We'll work on that. <laughs> you know, I tell people if you're even thinking, if it's even remotely at the tip of your brain that you want to buy a home, apply and get approved with a lender and meet and talk to a human lender that is willing to take a phone call get to know you, discover your goals, your dreams, your hopes, and find out about you as a person and about all of those things. Because when you are purchasing a home, it's not just your biggest asset, but it's your biggest liability. So it's important that when you are starting this process, yes, get approved, but make sure you're getting approved with a human that will strategize and talk to you. If you are just putting clackety clack information into an online form and hitting submit and getting a ding, ding, you're pre-qualified, I would say that's a serious problem. Make sure that if you're doing that, that you're having someone, a lender, follow up with you, discuss your application, talk about your assets, talk about your income, and make sure everyone's on the same page because by doing so, That allows your lender, hi, me, to say, okay, from what I understand, this is your goal, this is your budget, and this is what you're approved for, the programs I have. How do we make harmony amongst all of this? And far too often, people are chasing a rate. They're chasing a program. They're chasing the fact that, oh, I got an online approval really quick, but they're not stopping to realize who am I working with? You know, when I'm looking for a doctor or a dentist, or maybe someone's looking for a therapist or a coach, they're not just going and saying, Oh, that one's 999. Oh, that one has one program. 
They're getting to know the person that they're going to work with. And again, for the biggest purchase of their lives. So for me, that would be my biggest recommendation for anyone, even if they're starting to just just think about buying a home. That is like, you said everything that I, I think about oftentimes throughout this process that nobody ever talks about. They don't talk about, so lenders don't talk about getting to know the consumer, having that rapport. Because if I'm going to help you, if I'm truly going to be of service and of help to you, it's a whole lot more important to know. That's no different. So let me move this on the other side. That's no different than a buyer coming to an agent and saying, hey, I got a pre-approval for 300000 And the agent not having any idea what the buyer is in need of, their family, anything, don't know anything. And because mm-hmm. immediately what they're going to focus on is trying to help that person find or buy a $300,000 home. Mm-hmm. But if you're a single person that has no, no debt, you know, has ambition of owning multiple properties, you may not want to start at $300,000. That might not mm-hmm. be in their best interest. You may want to start at closer to two hundred dollars with a townhouse or a condo. Or if, let's say, it's other situations, there's other options that present and they mm-hmm. present because you know something about the consumer. You find out, you ask something other than what you approve for, what your credit score, all right. that stuff. You get to know them. Mm-hmm. That, that Kayla, oh gosh, mm-hmm. that is it, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's the bread and butter right there. Yeah. It's right there. That's it mm-hmm. right there. So you sit, I say sit, but I mean, granted today, as we talked about being in, in Zoom heaven, you know, feel like you're going on the glory. But being stuck in meetings, you probably do a lot of, of meetings virtually back and forth. But mm-hmm. you sit and go through this process with prospective buyers to really explain to them and offer what you can perceive as the better and best options to them, but but lay out everything to them fundamentally so they understand. That's something that's unique, but that's something you do. Absolutely. I feel like if you're educated, you're empowered. And there's nothing worse than, okay, I I know I'm going to buy a house and I'm approved, but why do we want our clients to not know the ins and outs and the whys? So I will educate my clients so that they are empowered because then when they realize and they understand and they get it, my, oh my, the fear is gone. It's, Mm -hmm. they're excited now for the purchase. They're not nervous. And what does this mean? There's no surprises. We talk about what's the down payment. What is an estimated rate based on today? Cause you haven't found a house yet. And you know, what are you going to bring to closing day for, for funds? Someone might have 20,000 in their account, but maybe they want to use two. And so it's so important to teach them and show them. And also when they go out to look at a home, I will tell my clients, send me the address and we're going to run numbers before you even write because there there will be no surprises. And what does mm-hmm. that do? It empowers them. The communication is what I find missing between lender and realtor and buyer. But when you're all in sync and you're all communicating, hey, realtor, this client is approved for $250. Um, I know the home that they're looking at is $200. I want you to know they have room to go up to $250 so that they mm-hmm. know where, where they can be. And oh, by the way, the closing costs are going to be $6,000. So 
-hmm. if you're asking for the seller to cover those closing costs, make sure you know that it's going to be X amount. So for mm -hmm. me, it's communication and education amongst the entire team. There's, there's one bench. Mm -hmm. And on that mm -hmm. bench, it's realtor, lender, client, and insurance and title. We all have to be on that same roster playing at the same same level. I just had a visual, but I love it because that's, okay. that's really what it is. And, and a lot of times you don't get that level of communication. The consumer really misses it. I can tell you countless times over weekends, late afternoon or late afternoon, late, late evening at night, mm -hmm. me getting calls from agents, from my agents, you know, trying to figure out how to help a buyer, to, you know, place an offer and trying to get get numbers. And I'm like, well, call the lender. Well, the lender's not answering or the lender doesn't answer their phone after a certain period of time or doesn't answer their phone on the weekends. In a hot market and at critical times and interesting times in our industry like what we have now, it's very important that there be a cohesiveness. So if I'm working mm -hmm. with you know, someone, then first question is, well, hey, what's your availability? If, I, if you're not going to answer the phone, will you at least text? Can I run a scenario by you? Can I do something to kind of have an idea and understand yeah how to best serve to help this client because we don't want them to miss out on the house. Mm -hmm. That's heartbreaking. Look here, they ain't blubbering in, they, they're blubbering in my car. They ain't, blub, they ain't yeah. blubbering in, you know, elsewhere, you know? Right. Um, so we want to make sure that we, that we work to serve them. Well, and you, I mean, deals aren't done Tuesdays at two. We know that client, I mean, that's what I tell my clients. I say, hey, I know it's not going to be a Tuesday at two that you're going to message me. It's going to be, hey, Kayla, sorry to bother you. It's Friday at 8 p.m. Well, guess what? That's when deals get done. And if someone yeah. is not accessible, you know, I get it. We all have our lives and we, you know, sometimes we got things that are going to keep us away from our phones at times, but mm -hmm. dang it, don't be afraid to reach out to me because that's how we're going to make the difference. Yeah, mm -hmm. that is, that's awesome. That's awesome. So Kayla, if you don't mind, how can people get in contact with you? Trying to think of which ways you can. So I am pretty active on Instagram and that's. Okay at Kayla Calendar Mortgage. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me on Facebook. And if you Google Kayla Calendar, it'll probably give you all of them, including my own website as well. Awesome. 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 So let's kind of go back to this. You touched on this a little bit about people getting tunnel vision, very singular mm -hmm. focused on rates and not that rates aren't important. Don't get me wrong but rates fluctuate, the market fluctuates. And there is this belief, or I think is more of a hope that rates are gonna significantly decline. They always ebb and flow, mm -hmm. but that they're gonna drop significantly and people are holding out for it. But it's really a hope because nobody really knows. But historically, right. historically rates are low mm -hmm. in comparison to what they used to be. Mm -hmm. So how do you convey that to a consumer who's considering in this, in this climate a potential purchase? How do you get them over that fear of, of rates? You know, you really have to listen to your client and find out what is their pain point. Is it the idea of the rate, the sound of 6%? It doesn't sound awesome. The sound of three does. When we run, what I do is I run the numbers and I say, here's the difference. I will do this. I will say, you know what? Here's where we were. Here's where we were at a year ago when you were looking. Here's where we're at now. Mm -hmm. How would you feel if in two months, the rate is now, let's just say seven. Mm -hmm. And now the payment's higher. Mm -hmm. A lot of lenders, 
I feel like sometimes they're tone deaf when they say, well, you can refinance later. I will tell my clients, there's the option that you may be able to refinance this later, but how would you feel if your rent went up and it kept going up? Because that's what we're seeing. We're seeing Mm -hmm. rent increase. So I just play the what if question and answer with them is what if your rent goes up? You can't control that. How would you feel getting into a home at this price with the idea that perhaps you could refinance? And if you didn't buy the house, how would you feel knowing it went up even more? I feel that what we're seeing in our market is we are seeing decreased inflation. We're seeing it. We all know that we're probably going to see decreased rates, but you can't just tell a client by now rates are going to decrease. You Mm -hmm. have to listen to their, their pain points. And at the end of the day, it has to be their decision. Do they want to be in this boat or this boat? Mm -hmm. I also run a rent versus own analysis where Mm -hmm. I'll put in what they're paying for rent and I'll put in what they're paying for a potential home. And we Mm -hmm. will run what the appreciation gain is. We will run if rent increases, what does that look like? And Mm -hmm. I will show them visually and that will help them to make that decision as well. That is very helpful. And a lot of times people don't do an apples to apples or orange to orange comparison. They're Mm -hmm. comparing one thing to something completely different. And Mm -hmm. they're oftentimes incorporating personal feelings and belief into it versus the matter of fact, what ifs, what if rates don't, what if they continue to climb and you Mm -hmm. don't buy now, then you won't be able to buy later. And that's Mm -hmm. a real conversation is I know we run into that quite often. So Mm -hmm. Kayla, drop one nugget for our, as we look to close out today's show, drop a Mm -hmm. nugget for, for our listeners, something that you believe will help and will impact them obviously positively and trustfully inspire and motivate them in their endeavor. So would this one be in, in terms of buying well, a house? In terms of anything, buying a house is great because we love buying houses. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is true. One nugget that I have, hmm, that's a great question. I think when I think about time, I think about there's not enough time in our day Mm-hmm. But really, we all have that same amount of time. And you hear that often. Mm-hmm. And one thing that's helped me, and I feel like this is a nugget for anyone, not just mm-hmm. people buying a home, people in real estate, but we are so prone to find ways to make our workday more efficient. We mm-hmm. have, okay, we've got to have a system for this. We have to have a system for that. And one of the things that's helped me, and maybe this will help our listeners, is I was listening to Ed Milet, one of his recent podcasts with uh, Rob Durdeck. And Mm -hmm. they said that they've started to apply efficiencies to their personal life. You know, we don't always have an efficiency to have date night with our spouse. Well, why don't we have an efficiency? You know, we we know that a roadblock is going to occur, preventing us to get to church on time on Sunday. You know, mm-hmm. and why are we not taking these ways that we're finding systems and efficiencies in our day jobs and applying mm-hmm. them to our life? And mm-hmm. the reason that I say that is that if we all have more time in our day or we can find these areas that we can truly make so much more efficient, maybe our hour meetings become half hour meetings. You know, mm-hmm. it allows us in this world of chaos and even in our, in our market, in our industry, we, we know that inside and out, that chaos is it provides a level of peace. 
And so as people are thinking about their goals in 2023, it's January, we still have them in mind. I would challenge our listeners to start looking at their day and at work, at home, and finding ways to be efficient and find these gold nuggets of time, whether it's to allow peace or balance, more time with family or friends, because I think it is just so important. That is massive. So for our listeners, guys, Kelly just dropped the jewel on you all in regards to essentially managing yourself. Your inner peace is very important because we have to have a degree of balance. We cannot operate at all times out of balance. Mm-hmm. So Kayla, thank you so much for that jewel, for that nugget, for our listeners. Thank you so much for being here yeah. on, on the Exit Strategies Radio Show and being a part of our Exit Strategies Radio Show family. For our listeners, guys, um, y'all please, y'all break the internet. Kayla, um, <laughs> Kayla Calendar, that's K-A-Y-L-A, K-A-L-L-A-N-D-E-R. Y'all go find her mm-hmm. on social media. Y'all blow her up. Y'all let her know what questions that you have and what she can help you with, because I promise you she's a resource for you in your endeavor for home ownership, for investment property, for whatever you may desire as it relates to real estate and mortgages. Please reach out to her. Again, Kayla, thank you so much for being on the show with us today. And we appreciate it. It's an honor. You're quite welcome. So listeners, guys, y'all know what we say to you. You know how we feel and we're going to give it to you. combination fashion as we always do that is number one i love you number two i love you number three i love you and we're gonna see you guys out there in those streets guys that was a great show today and we thank you so much for taking the time to listen to exit strategies radio show my name is corwin j millett yes that is me and i thank you from the bottom of my heart for tuning in for today's episode Exit Strategies is my baby. It is how I give back to our community. It is how I foster goodwill, spread good news, and trustfully help you get great results. Guys, as I always say to you, as I always say to you, I love you. I love you. I love you. And we're going to see you guys out there in the streets.